Welcome to the Dag Heward Mills podcast. Dag Heward Mills is a healing evangelist, a best-selling author, and a mega church pastor. He's the founder of the United Denominations, originating from the Lighthouse Group of Churches, overseeing over 3,000 churches across every continent of the world. He pastors the First Love Church, a vibrant church in the city of Accra, transforming the lives of thousands of young people for the Lord. Now listen to Dag Heward Mills. Lord, where there was emptiness. Thank you, Lord Jesus. We believe that you are alive. We believe that you are here tonight. That you are such a wonderful healing, Jesus. That's why we lift our hands to you and say, thank you for being such a healing, Jesus. 
Thank you that you are not just a Jesus that is taking us to heaven one day, but you are healing Jesus for us here on this earth. What a healing Jesus I found in you. What a healing. What a healing Jesus to restore, to refresh, and to renew your life. What a healing Jesus. Jesus we have what a healing Jesus Thank you, Holy Spirit. We welcome your presence here. Thank you that your presence makes the difference between a secular lecture in the school classroom and the glory of God in the house of the Lord. Thank you, Holy Spirit. We accept your power to heal, to deliver, to raise the dead, to cast out devils. To release the gift of prosperity and the gift of helps and giving. To release the gift and anointing of wisdom. Thank you. We flow in all these great gifts and anointings today according to the will of your spirit and the will of the Father which is in heaven. Father, let your will be done tonight in Jesus' name. Father, I love you I praise you I adore come on everybody say it glorify thy name
Father, we thank you for your wonderful presence here in Jesus' name. Glorify your name in our lives, in our church, and let your will be done in Jesus' name. Amen. You may be seated. Your life is going to change from tonight. I said your life is going to change from tonight. Tonight marks a turning point in your life. Tonight marks a turnaround in your life. Tonight marks the opening of a new chapter in your life. All old chapters have gone away and new chapters are beginning in your life from today. The old chapter is closed and a new chapter has begun from tonight in the name of Jesus. God will glorify his name in your life. God will surprise you with miracles tonight. God will surprise you. He will surprise you with miracles tonight. Open your heart. Because tonight marks the opening of a new chapter in your life. Hallelujah. We want to carry on tonight and get into the word of God and then we are going to pray for the sick how many believe that God is a miracle working Jesus hallelujah he's a miracle working Jesus there is one characteristic about Jesus when you read about him in the New Testament and that was his astounding miracles. Miracles that surprised everyone. Miracles that raised the dead. Miracles that ended chapters of medical attention and opened new chapters of peace. And new chapters of victory. I see the word victory being written all over your life tonight. So let your heart be open to what God is going to do in your life and has already begun to do in your life. Because as the word of the word of the Lord comes, God is speaking to you. Now, those of you way at the back, all right. I see some people still standing somewhere, trying to get somewhere to sit. There's still a few spaces, I believe, upstairs. So those on the Aquaba team, please make sure that everybody gets seated 
I don't want standing when they are not ashes. Alright? Now, as the word of the Lord comes, that is, that is the miracle happening to you. Now, remember this. Jesus' primary way of ministering to people was by just talking to them and saying things to them. Daughter, thy faith has made thee whole. Go thy way, thy son liveth. That was the whole ministration. The whole ministration was a word. The whole ministration was just a sentence. Go thy way, thy son liveth. Lazarus, come forth. It's the end of the whole ministration. There was no worship. There was no praises. There was no prayer time. Most of the time he didn't pray. If I rarely prayed. The only time he prayed, he even explained why he was praying. He had to explain to the father why he was praying. Maybe the father was surprised that he was praying. Rise, take up thy bed, walk. That's the whole, it's the end of the service. So, when I began to speak and I said, a chapter is open. For some people, the service was over. You, you, you could just go home now. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, you could just go home now. <laughs> if it was for you, you just go, go you, could, you could just leave now because it's over. For you, a chapter is closed and a new chapter has opened. A new day has begun. <laughs> so, so that's why I say you must be very alert during the preaching. And, and very few people seem to realize that is the way that by which God ministers. It seems sometimes it took an unbeliever centurion, a general in the army, or a captain or a colonel, who said, Lord, I know, I'm a man under authority, I sit in my room and I say, and then some, I see some soldiers running. I say, and then others start running. So I know what it is like to be somewhere and give remote commands. And I know that you are also a man of power and authority. So you, you don't have to come. I know you don't have to come. Just stand there and say something. And my child is going to be healed. My servant is going to be healed. So every word that is coming is like a bullet. You see, it's like a flame of fire that is coming to you, to your heart. Receive it. Let it come into you and receive the change and the blessing that God desires. God is here as a merciful father. Tonight, God is not looking at your sins. Tonight, God is not looking at your mistakes. Tonight, God is not counting all your failures. Tonight, God is looking at His mercy, how big His mercy is, how kind He is, and how He is pouring it on you like a bucket of merciful love and grace. Because it's true that we have sinned. It's true that we are falling short. It's true that when we should have worked, we didn't work. It's true that when we should have done things we didn't do. It's true that when we should have prayed, we didn't pray. But God is saying, I'm not looking at that. God has turned his face to the mercy side. And he said, who can I pour my mercy on tonight? Who, who is there? Who is there? Who is there who needs some mercy? <laughs> who is there who needs something he doesn't deserve? How many want things you don't deserve tonight? How many want what you deserve? <laughs> If you get what you deserve, in fact, you may not end up in a good place. I see God giving five husbands at this very moment to people who are not married, who are desiring them. 
One, two, three, four, five. All of them are in the main hall here. Hallelujah. Now, let's go back to 2 Chronicles chapter 20. And we want to look at the story of more than you can carry. Where it came from. And if we read Second Chronicles chapter 20, the famous verse everyone knows is verse 20, alright, which is, believe in the Lord your God so that you be established, believe in his prophets so that you prosper. That's Second Chronicles 20, 20, part B. If you don't know any verse in the Bible, it's quite easy to remember. 2 Chronicles 20, 20, so 2, 2, 2. Alright? Is it easy to remember? And it's part B or part 2. Alright? But verse 25 is where we see the great miracle of more than you can carry. And it says, And when Jehoshaphat and his people came to take away the spoil of them, they found among them in abundance both riches with the dead bodies and precious jewels, which they stripped off for themselves more than they could carry away underline that more than they could carry away or more than they could carry all right that is where we get that theme general theme from the name of this convention which by the grace of god we have every year and there were three days in gathering of the spoil now let's go to verse one Hallelujah. Now, let's read together verse 1. Ready, go. Some that told Jehoshaphat saying, There cometh a great multitude against thee from beyond the sea, on this side Syria, and behold, they be in Hazazon Tamar, which is Engedi. And Jehoshaphat feared and set himself to seek the Lord and proclaim a fast throughout all Judah. And Judah gathered themselves together to ask help. Have you circled the word help? Yes. All right. Of the Lord, even out of all the cities when they came to seek. All right. Now, verse 9, the verse we want to read. And it says that, and if when evil cometh upon us as the sword judgment or pestilence this was his prayer of famine we stand before this house and in thy presence oh hallelujah for thy name is in this house and cry unto thee in our affliction then thou will hear and help hallelujah how many can see something there right there there is help in the presence of the lord that's why it's good for you to be here tonight. Because right in the presence of the Lord, there is help. 
right in the presence. He said, if we come to the house of the Lord and we cry to you, when we have famine, pestilence, difficulty, problems, you will hear and help us. Amen. 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 Now, in this passage, you see the word help. Because the theme for this year's convention is the help from the hills. The help from the hills. Okay. Now, in the Old Testament, two Hebrew words were translated help. Alright? So, when you see the word help, it's not always the same word. It's different words which mean a little different things which I believe is of some interest to us. And it is interesting to know that in this passage, the two different words are used. Alright? So the first word help in verse 4 is the word azar. A-Z-A-R. Azar. So that's the azar help. Is there something like azar? I think I've heard the word before. Azar paints. Okay. It's really the word Ezer or Ezar, but it comes from the word Azar. So we use Azar. Alright? And it's different from the word in verse 9. You see, first he said, Oh God, let us go and ask the Lord for help in verse 4. Judah gathered themselves to ask help. Then when they were praying, they said, Lord, when there is trouble, you will hear from heaven, you help. That was a different help. And that is the Yasha help. Y-A-S-H-A, Yasha help. Okay, so Azar help means to surround, to protect, to surround, and to protect and to aid all right so that is so that is the surrounding type of help it's a protective type of help and i'm going to explain that to you now the yasha help is a more active kind of help you get it and that means to cause you to be free it's a help which causes you to be free, to be safe. It is a help which is to rescue you, to deliver you, to save you, and to get victory for you. Did you get that? To cause you to be free, to cause you to be safe, to avenge you, to rescue. It's an active word. It's a causative word. It's more active help. You see, there are two ways by which God helps us. One is a, a little passive, and another is an active kind of help. Amen. So, two, that's a yasha. Yasha is, you know, maybe you have your mind rushing. He's trying to active help deliver to get victory for you. How many would like God to get victory for you tonight? I see God getting victory for you. Amen. Now, in Psalm 121, 
we see a very beautiful psalm. It says, I will lift up mine eyes to the hills from whence cometh my help. My help cometh from the Lord. The Lord which made heaven and earth. Foot, I foot to be moved. The Lord that Oh, they are singing it. Psalm 121 is being sung for you, free of charge. Verse 5. Oh, shade upon thy right hand. Oh. Verse 6. Verse 7. Oh man. My help, my help, my help. Your help tonight. Oh, hallelujah. I will lift up mine eyes. Now, this help here is the Azar help. <laughs> this is the protective kind of help. Now, let me show you something. You see, for many of us, without knowing it, God has provided for us many things. You see, so already there is provision. So there is nothing new per se that God often has to do in terms of bringing something new to come and do some kind of great thing in your life. But he has actually provided you see, when God created Adam, he told Adam something. He said, Adam, behold. In other words, look carefully and see that I have provided for you. All these animals and all these trees, they are for you to eat. In fact, all these trees and herbs. And he says, see that I have provided for you. You see, Adam didn't have to pray anymore because God had provided for him. He had to see it. And this is the key to God's blessing. One of the keys is to see God's blessing when they are there and to be able to use them and not even to get a new thing. Often, a new thing is not required. That is why most of the help in the Old Testament, I'll help you, the help of the Lord, help, help, help. Most of the time, the word that is used is this passive kind of help, like protective, protective, protective. Take the prodigal son and his brother. Prodigal son was in the house. Guaranteed blessing for life. You are son of a rich man. You don't, you're not going to die. You're not going to get poor. All you have to do is to stay in the house. 
And as you stay in the house and you are around, you are going to be blessed. And it was guaranteed. All that he needed to do was to be protected from stupidity. And to be protected from foolishness. And by that he was guaranteed. There was no new thing that his father had to do. There was no new blessing that this boy needed. You take our nation, Ghana. There is no new thing that God has to do. All we need to do is to be protected from leaders who are vampires. That's all we, that's all we need. All Africa needs is protection from vampires. And a vampire is something that eats blood, drinks blood. And when the thing drinks your blood, your blood is going to get finished. And when your blood is finished, you are dead. Forty years ago, Nigeria received independence. And they celebrated it a couple of days ago. And I was listening on the BBC and they said, it was a sobering reflection for the nation as they reflected on the effects of corruption. The most corrupt nation in the whole world. A country without running water, without electricity, without telephones, without roads, without sewage, without petrol. The sixth largest producer of petrol in the whole wide world. It's a very sobering thing when you consider the effect. And what you realize at this point is not a new adventure by God to come into your life to bring some new thing. But it's to be able to use what you have and to be protected from that thing being destroyed or from you destroying yourself. Much of preaching and teaching is to protect you from destroying yourself. <laughs> That's the reality. When we are preaching to young people who, whose lives are right before them and who have to take decisions and who have to live for God or not to live for God, we are often preaching to them to help them to protect them from killing themselves and from destroying themselves and from finishing up themselves. That is what a lot of the preaching does. So that is God's protection and God's help to us most of the time is to protect us from ourselves and to protect us from other things which would destroy what we have in us. And so at this convention as we look at the help that comes from the hills you realize that even when God is bringing help to you we often don't see it as help because what we think is help is often not what we need as help for instance if somebody doesn't have money most of the time the thing he needs is not money let's say somebody in church doesn't have money most of the time, the thing they need is not money. Most of the time, people who don't have money don't need money. Why do I say they don't need money? Give them money and see what happens. Tomorrow they need money again. Does money solve the problem? Does, 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 does giving money to Ghana solve Ghana's problems? Not at all. Ghana's problem will never be solved by loans and gifts. Never. It has not been solved. We have donor agencies. And you see, they must have some reason for being around. 
these white people, they must have a reason for giving money to Ghana. And I have explained to you why they do it. Because they, 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 they need somewhere to spend their money. They need, they need a place to have some of their contractors and the engineers who don't have work in their countries, in Denmark and Switzerland and Germany and so on, to come and work. They need to stop the outflow of people from the poor countries to their countries. Soon in America, the Spanish-speaking component of American society will be more than the English-speaking group. So you, you, at a point, you will find out that people who speak Spanish are more than people who speak English in America. Because the, the poor, uh, Puerto Rico and Bolivia and those people, they are coming more. They just walk across. Charlie, we are, we are hungry. We are hungry. We are hungry. Suckers. We are hungry. We are here. And when they come, they collect everything. So they have a reason. So giving money is not the solution to you. Perhaps as you sit here today, you don't have a car. Were I to give you a car this evening after church, perhaps your life will still not change. There are many people like that. That's why I said, I told you yesterday, there was a young man who inherited, what do you call it, from his father, and he had a, the house had a lot of air conditioners. He took the air conditioner, one air conditioner to the bar, and deposited it, deposited it at the bar. And went every day drinking and so on, and he told the barkeeper that, you calculate my drinks to the cost of the air conditioner. And he drank the whole air conditioner. And not only did he drink that air conditioner, he took all the air conditioners from the house until he drank every single one of the air conditioners. This is a true story. It's not a fable. So giving that young man a house with air conditioners does not do it. That is why if you don't get an inheritance, don't be so sad. Don't be so sad. Because there are a lot of people who if they don't have something before they even have that inheritance, the inheritance is of no use to them. So don't be so sad if you don't get an inheritance. Most people who become wealthy don't become wealthy because of their inheritance. So if, if your father or your mother did not give anything to you, don't be so sad. God in heaven, he said, I will lift up my eyes. Up my eyes to the hills. From where is my help coming? My help cometh from the Lord. The Lord himself is going to surround you and protect you and bless you. And so tonight, I want you to see that God has in store for you help he's trying to help you he's trying to help you but you know sometimes i realize that what is god's mind is so different from our mind you know it's so different hey our minds are working so differently from the way god's mind is. that's why yesterday i was telling you are we ready to receive 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 you know why it took me a long time to believe in healing not that I didn't believe in it, I believed in it, but to get into it. You see, my mind worked in a certain way, which I believe everybody's mind works in that logical way. I, would, I, would, I thought to myself, look, if ever I have healing anointing, I will just go to Kolebu. <laughs> and I will just start from the medical block. First floor, and as I tell them that I've come. All of you in the name of the, be healed, be healed, be healed, be healed, be healed. You are all discharged. And I will discharge them. And I will go every day and discharge anybody who comes there. 
I will go to the operating theaters and say, Be healed in Jesus' name. Be healed in Jesus' name. I will speak to the breast cancers and I will say, Be healed. Behold in Jesus' name. I will hand over all the sick patients to their relatives and say, You are healed. You are whole. In Jesus' name, go. You are healed. That's what I, that's what I thought. I said, Me. And I, I used to pray. I said, Lord, one day, the discharging anointing will come upon my life. And in fact, I had, I had somebody, you know, saying this. He was on the ward, doing a ward round, and he was, I think, watching our TV program, and he was saying, you see, this dog. <laughs> he, was, he, was, he was working on the ward, and there were uh, patients with cancer, cancer of the leg and cancer, and so on. He was saying, you see, this boy, he should come here <laughs> where the people are. Come and do the healing here for us to see. And I thought to myself, eh, I'm not surprised that he's saying that. That is also what I would say. That's how I would also think. That's how I always thought. But I realized that uh, our minds are so different from God's mind. Remember when Jesus went to a hospital? In John chapter 5. He went to a place which was probably worse than a hospital. The Bible said there was a multitude. Multitude. He didn't say there were seven people. Multitude of sick blind, hot, impotent. Now that impotent is not sexual impotence. It's talking about real impotence of the legs. You know, impotence means powerless, weak, stretcher cases, bedridden people. And the place was full of them. And when, when people are sick, eh, there is a certain smell. I don't know whether it's a natural smell or a spiritual smell of death. You can feel it. You can sense it. It is sometimes when people are going to die. You can see that they are dying. You know when I was in the hospital, when I first came on the ward, I didn't know it. But after being on the ward for a while, when I come to a bed, I know this man is dead. He's dead already. We can't tell them that you are, you are, you are, you are dead. You could smell it. You could see it. You could feel it. And Jesus came into that place in John chapter 5. And he saw all these people and he went to a man who had been there when he realized that the man had been there for a long time and he said how long have you been around the man said 38 years and, um, and Jesus asked him do you want to be well what a funny question if he didn't want to be well would he have been there you know Jesus used to ask a lot of questions and sometimes it looks as though it's obvious but it's not so obvious not everybody who is sick wants to be well and not everybody who comes for a miracle is there for the right reason. And Jesus told the man, rise. Take up thy bed and walk. And the man said, I don't know this evangelist, but let me try after all. Everybody begins his ministry sometimes. So he took up his bed and walked. And he found out that he was walking. And he was healed. And he was holding his bed and he was walking. And the Pharisees saw him holding his bed and walking. He said, today is Sunday. Don't carry bed on Sunday. Why are you carrying bed? And Jesus and he told that a certain man, a certain man, he told me to take up my bed and walk. Before I realized I was walking. He's the one who told me to carry my bed. That's why I'm walking. The man's chapter, 38 years chapter, was closed. I said a new chapter began that day. I said 38 year old chapter closed down and a new chapter began. I see that new chapter beginning in your life tonight. Dear friends, 
Sometimes we don't understand that. Why we covered for 38 years? Thirty-eight years. Then, you know what happened? The man couldn't find Jesus in the system, and Jesus had dashed. And, and you see, you 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 would you would think that it would have been the opposite, that you know you would want people to know. And Jesus had just gone out of the system, and then later on he met Jesus, and Jesus said, "Brother, see no more." So that. You know, so that well, that disease doesn't come on you than the one that you have experienced. And so then the man found out that this was the Jesus. So he told the people it was Jesus. And the people were very angry with him. Look, John chapter 5, you see, the book of John has only four miracles. This is one of the four. And in this miracle, the whole chapter explains why he healed only that one man. Now you ask yourself if Jesus was kind, if Jesus was God. Why didn't he go around and just touch a few more? Even you are healing, right? Heal three. Heal four. Be kind and even heal at least those you've met there because you know you go to heaven soon and some more will come and add. Heal, heal a few more if you are kind. If you are God, empty the world. Discharge the patients. The discharging anointing. <laughs> but surprisingly, Jesus didn't heal everyone. And in fact, not that he healed everyone. Like maybe he had seven, 17 people healed, or he had eight people healed, or he had nine testimonies. He had only one testimony. And even though he didn't take the testimony that day, he went. It was later that he came and took the testimony. Jesus doesn't seem to do things the way we are thinking he will do them. And he explained in John chapter 5 and verse 19, why he did what he did and why he didn't do. Let's look at it. Let's look at it. I think it's a good place to look at. Verse 19. Have you found verse 19? Let's read it. What does it say? These also doeth the Son likewise. Amen. Amen. Jesus said, Verily, verily, the Son can do nothing of himself. What he sees the Father do is what he does. For whatsoever thing he doeth, these also doeth the Son likewise. In other words, he has seen his Father healing only that man. That's the reality. That's the reality. That's the reality. And you realize that our minds are working differently from the way God's mind works. That is why when I that is why it took me time to get because I, my mind had to keep changing, 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 changing. And you know what is happening to some of you here? God is working on you, working on you time after time, time after to get you ready for his power, his anointing. His money, his influence. He's, wait, he's working on you. Before a pastor can have 200 members, God has to work, do so many operations. Before he gives you some small influence on power, he has to do so much on you. 
So he is working on you. He is working on me. To get us to the place where we are ready to receive. So dear friend, I want you to know tonight that God's help is often not how we think it would be. But I'm just saying this so that when I tell you what his help is, you open your heart and you receive it. And you walk with it. Because you see, I am taking my time and you see, I've also decided to do what the Father, I see the Father do. And I'm, I'm not, I'm, you see, some time ago, I, would, I remember one time I was praying for people. And I said, everybody should come. And I was praying for everybody. And at the point, the Lord told me, you are doing your own thing now. So carry on. Carry on now. You see, because with my mind, the way my mind was, I have to pray for everybody. Everybody has to be blessed. Now, I've come to see that God will take his time. If you are around, he will bless you. If you are there, after it's fine. If not, no problem. These days I've relaxed. If you are around, fine. If you're not around, fine. In fact, sometimes I'm waiting for people to go so that those who can be blessed will be blessed. God is not in a hurry. He wants to bless you if only you want the blessing. Let me tell you something. Tonight, if Jesus appeared here right now and he said he was coming to solve all our financial problems, and he was solving them at this moment. I can promise, I bet you, Jesus would not take out even one dollar. Perhaps some people would need a few dollars. But 98% of us wouldn't need even one dollar to come out of our problems. And to, and to go out and to be advanced. I'm telling you. I'm telling you. If Jesus were to come here right now, many of us, how many of us are owing some money tonight? Raise your hand and receive a miraculous cancellation. When I went to South Africa and I asked how many are owing, the whole church was owing. In fact, I was very, very surprised. <laughs> but I tell you, when God shows you his help, please don't turn away and say, Oh, it is not what I wanted. Yeah, I, I, want, I mean, I'm owing a lot of people now. When I go to the house in the evening, first people are going to come and worry me. And so you are giving me hot. You say you are giving me what? <laughs> I say, if Jesus were to appear here right now to help you, ha-ha, it is not likely that he would take out $100, $10 and give to you. This whole convention is a dollarized convention. When I say millionaire, I'm talking about dollar millionaire because yes. I am telling you that. Yesterday, I told you about 10, did I hear 10 million? 10 million millionaires, yeah. There are 10 dollar millionaires around. Oh. I don't know who you are. Original lighthouse millionaires. Hey. And people will be surprised. They'll say, eh? You came from where? We are Ghana. Ghana dollar millionaires. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. You will see it practically in your life. You see it practically. Please. When it happens, right, make sure you come and, come and testify. How many will come and testify? <laughs> now, let us go to get the help from the Lord. I will lift up my eyes. He says, I will lift up my eyes. Let me tell you something, dear friend. 
If you don't decide to make God your helper, he will just watch you. He'll just watch you. He'll watch you struggle and struggle and struggle. But when you lift up your eyes to the hills, from whence cometh your help? And when you have that revelation that, look, it is the Lord who can be a shade over your right hand. You see, when he says a shade over your right hand, the hand that you used to sign checks is divinely covered. 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 So that your checks will be bigger. 27,000 cities check. You have passed there in Jesus' name. Amen. And some of you don't have checkbooks and you don't have checks. Receive them in Jesus' name. Amen. <laughs> hey, Yehovah. We receive your help tonight in Jesus' name. We receive your help in Jesus' name. We receive your help in Jesus' name. I will lift up my eyes to the hills. From whence cometh my help? My help cometh from the Lord. The Lord is thy keeper. He's the, your shepherd. When David was going to battle, his father sent him to go and take some tinapa and sardines to his, and gari to his brothers at the battlefield and shittah. The Bible says that he went to get somebody who was called a keeper. And he gave, gave his few sheep. You see, this is why he, was, he became the president. Because the sheep was so important to him. Somebody who has been promoted to go to battle, you are still concerned about the sheep. He got a sheep and that person was called a keeper. The Bible says he brought a keeper to look after the sheep. When God says that, when the Bible says, the Lord is thy keeper. See yourself in a pen and clothes and he's there which wolf which lion which tiger which dog which harassment can come to you that is the greatest help that god is giving to me today now where and what is this help listen carefully because we are now coming to the help because between today and tomorrow and friday we are going to receive the help practically you understand what i'm saying because all this has been so far to prepare you for the help. And I'm saying that when the help comes, don't turn away and say, eh, me, this is not what I thought I, the Lord will help me. No, no, no. Like I told you, the Lord's mind is so different from our minds. So Lord, give us grace. God, open our eyes that we may see. Turn to Isaiah. We are now moving to the help. Isaiah chapter 2. Isaiah chapter 2. The word of the Lord that Isaiah, the son of Amos, saw concerning Judah and Jerusalem and it shall come to pass in the last days that the mountain of the Lord's house shall be established in the top of the mountains you see God's house is described as one of the mountains and shall be exalted above the hills and all the nations shall flow unto it 
And many people shall go and say, Come ye, and let us go up to the mountain of the Lord, to the house of the God of Jacob. And he will teach us of his ways, and we will walk in his paths. For out of Zion shall go forth the law and the word of the Lord from Jerusalem. And he shall judge the nations and shall rebuke many people. And they shall beat their swords into plowshares and their spears into pruning hooks. Nation shall not lift up sword against nation, neither shall they learn war any more. Amen. Amen. Now, in verse 2, notice, it says, It shall come to pass in the last days that the mountain of the Lord's house now at this time you can see the Bible is describing the Lord's house or the church or the house of God as one of the mountains. So when the Bible says I will lift up my eyes to the hills, it's not trying to say that the, hill, the, the help comes from Mount Afajatu or the help comes from Aburi Mountains or the help comes from the Kwehu Mountains. The help comes from the hills. The hills signifies something that is raised up there and you see in this scripture that the house of the lord is described as one of the mountains or one of the hills it says it shall come to pass in the last day that the mountain of the lord's house shall be established in the top of the mountains and shall be exalted above the hills and all nations shall flow unto it amen Amen. now when the nations go to the hills or to the Lord for help. What are they going to get from the Lord? Did we have come to the help. I said, we've come to the help. I said, if Jesus came to walk in Accra today, in the midst of our poverty, and in the midst of our lack, he would help us. And he will help us in a way. And we must be able to see that God has helped us. We must not turn away and say, except you give me $10, and except you give me $5, you have not helped me see and receive the help when the people go to the mountain of the house of the Lord for help he says I will lift up my eyes to the hill from whence from whence from whence my help is coming from the Lord where my help is coming from now what am I going to get from the Lord when am I going to get from the house of the Lord when I go there read it for yourself verse 3 and many people shall go and say come ye and let us go up to the mountain of the Lord. You see the hill. To the house of Jacob. And what is going to happen there? He will teach us of his ways. And we will walk in his paths. Why? For out of Zion shall go forth the law. And the word of the Lord from Jerusalem. Right there you will see that God gives you his word as his major helping tool. His word. His word. When when we we all go and stream to the house of the Lord to receive help from the Lord, when we get to the house of the Lord, what is he going to do? He's going to teach us. He's going to show us his ways. So out of Zion shall go forth the Lord. And he would judge the nations and rebuke us. 
He will rebuke us and say, stop that nonsense. Read it for yourself. He said he will rebuke them. And they will beat their swords into plowshares. Things that waste our money and our time. He will tell us, stop it. Foolish boy. Take that sword. Go and melt it. Then he will go and melt their guns. And their swords. Into holes and pickaxes. And then they will go and start digging foundations for houses. Instead of planning how to kill and how to have a longer sword, which is lighter. So that they can go fast. So when your enemy comes and you... You see, human beings often use their time and their money for that which will not help us. This is one of our greatest follies. Listen carefully. God is speaking right now. Human beings often use their time and their money for things which will not eventually help them. We are often darkened in our thoughts. And we are often misguided in our ways. And we often do the wrong things. Do you know that most human beings in this world, the nations of this world, spend a lot of money, all a lot of their wealth on arms, on tools to kill and destroy one another. If human beings were corrected by God, suddenly they would convert the weapons that they have into something that will be used to develop and to improve the, the situation for most. Do you know that one, one bullet from a tank, one bullet can cost from a thousand one thousand dollars upwards these tanks when you see them when they, they press the button thousand dollars has gone and seven million cities when it goes three times 21 million cities is coming just gone and all of them didn't hit the target one cruise missile and you should see the number of cruise missiles which they launched can go one cruise missile can cost 1.5 million dollars and it goes like that into the sea 1.5 million dollars just gone down and when they do practice more million when they go for practice they come 30 million dollars hey practice rehearsal of 30 million dollars waste of money oh that is that is that is mankind one day I was coming from um, abroad and our plane landed in a canoe. And when the plane was in the afternoon, hot afternoon, and there was no cloud, nothing. So I just looked out of the window and I saw right on the, the canoe airport, there were the fight-up jets of the Nigerian Air Force. Man, you should have seen them. I was counting them. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, this F-17 and F-7 or whatever, those American ones, F-16, you see that they were lined up there more abundantly. A country without sewage. A country where people in their houses have to make wells. If you are in a house, you have to dig your own well in Nigeria. Oh, what I'm saying, is it wrong? Dennis, is it true? Ah. On the gen. You have to on the gen. When they say on the gen, it means put on the generator. On the gen. Everybody has a gen. 
and you have to on the gen all the time on the gen on the gen no light but you see we often spend our lives on useless foolish wasteful idea if god were to come into your life he would tell you stupid boy come here. take all your things valuable things that you love and you go and you melt them and convert it into something useful so god's judgment and god's word to you is to correct your thinking sometimes i see people who are not married you know unbelievers and even believers if you're supposed to marry and it's god's will for you to marry a married man does not waste money i mean if you're a responsible married man usually 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 eh? Eh? stop thinking about all the exceptions if you are married you, you don't spend up spend money foolishly when you've got a wife you've got children if i tell you the amount of money i paid for school fees this year man you can't just go around wasting money i remember when pastor eddie didn't have a beloved and he wasn't getting married he was always fixing everybody he just take my wife she was not my wife then my beloved you go and take her to their papa here or somewhere just fix it I, one day i told hey Charlie, you are fixing everybody he was a free man without any uh, responsibility <laughs> but the day that he had a vision all those fixations stopped these days he rarely fixes us you don't you don't experience the fixing anymore <laughs> God will come to you and tell you, brother, brother, your money is in the wrong direction. Your business is in the wrong direction. Your life is in wrong, 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 wrong direction. You know something? If you can receive it, then listen. Up. Listen. Not everybody can receive what I'm about to say. Not everybody can receive what I'm about to say. If you can receive it, you see, anybody who is not really living for God, your life is in the wrong direction. Now, when you get to a certain point, you see, God can show you that anything you do in this life that is not for him is a waste of time, which is the reality. But we don't know. So as we, we have invented spears and plowshares, various things we are doing for ourselves and for allowing to get this, get that, get this, get that. All those things are not, they are like these sorts and things that God said, all are useless, misdirected ventures. The only thing that is worth my time and your time is to serve me. That's why I'm preaching. People ask me, what are you doing with your life? Don't you want to be a doctor? Don't you want to? Look! If you know. You see, if, you're, if, if right now, pray about it, that God should give you a vision of heaven. When you see a vision of, you can't even spend a day in the secular world. To work for what? It's misdirected. When God reveals it to you, oh man, he will just direct your whole life. See? That's what my whole life is directed towards God and his work. I'm working for God 24 hours a day. When I wake up, I'm working for God. When I go to bed, I'm working for Everything is that God has told me to melt all my stethoscopes and all those things and convert them into Bibles and just be preaching. And one day, remember this day, one day in heaven, we'll be in heaven. 
walking on the streets of gold. And you say, Ichele. It's true. The thing that you said, Ichele was true. We should have converted our Eyinu computers and our whatever into something else. Because God will tell you, because it's, look, our days are numbered. Your days are numbered. My days are numbered. The day of your death and the day of grave, everything has been ready. It's just time. You're going there with time. It's just time. Sometimes when I drive by the motor, a thought comes, when will I come here? <laughs> it's not a good thought, but uh, it's a real thought. <laughs> it's a real thought. It's some way, but it's real. So God will say to you, do this, 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 do that, do this, do that, do this with your life, do this with your life, do this. That is the way he's helping you. He will give us his word. He will give us his word. He will give us his word. When he tells you do not commit fornication, he's saving you from HIV. He's saving you from not having a child one day. He's saving you from all sorts of things. But you don't know. He's helping you. He's helping you. He's helping you. When he's teaching you his word so that you can be a good wife or a good husband, he's helping you. He's helping. When he teaches you to give, he's helping you. Because givers are more blessed than receivers. Proved by the reality of Ghana and the Western world. Ghana is a receiver and the Western world have been giving us. And it hasn't helped us. He's helping you. He's helping us. His law shall come. God is helping you through his word. His law is coming to you. His word is coming to you. Different kinds of words come to you to help you. Three kinds of words come to you to help you when you go to the house of the Lord. Number one. Number one. The teaching of God's laws comes to you to help you. You see, when you go to the house of the Lord, the Bible says you get the word of the Lord. So when you go, Pastor Oko, you get the word of the Lord to teach you what to do, how to behave, what not to do. Oh, if the prodigal son had only heard the message before he stepped out. Things would have been different. Secondly, God is helping you. God helps you through prophetic words. Prophetic words which come and God says to you a new chapter has been opened in your life. And an old chapter. Tonight is a night of new chapters. Tonight is a night of old chapters being closed. When that word comes and you believe it and you receive it for yourself. That's a change. Do you know something? Many times people can point to just a particular word. Some of you have been to church many times, but one day you come to church and something just strikes you. And from that day your life is changed. I remember many years ago, I went to the very first program that I had, I had ever been to. Christofest. Reverend uh, Uzefriye. Christofest. At the art center. You know, it was an all night and I even slept. 
But that's why I always say that those of you who come for all night and you even sleep, don't be too sad because you came. It's, it's, diff, it's better than those who didn't come. Far better. And God, at least your physical presence came. Only that on the way you fell asleep. But it's not strange. Peter and others fell asleep too. So you are just like that. Amen. Amen. Never be sad when you fall asleep at an all night. Amen. There is hope for you. Now listen. What was I telling you about? I was at this art center program. And I don't know what I heard and what, what happened. But from that day, I was changed. Oh yes. Oh yes. Oh yes. A new thing happened to me. I remember when I was listening to a tape by Papa Hagen. I've listened to it hundred times. Hundred times. I said that there is a day when a word changes from just being what is written to something that is you. From that day you change. Because when it comes alive to you, the word of God is powerful. Powerful. That is why somebody can be out there and say, you are receiving your healing. Sometimes even on TV, you can have a word being spoken to you like that. And through the television, that word is you. You just get saved. Sometimes people come to church many times. Altar calls are done. They never get saved. But one day, a word comes and they just give in. That is it. I remember one day I, I went to a young man who had laughed at us as we preached. Made fun of us. And that morning when I went to his room and I told him, you've got to give your life to Christ. He just said, I knew that you were coming to me. This is From that day he gave his life to Jesus. Dear friend, there is a moment at times when a word is spoken to your spirit. It ignites something. It's the fire, the word of God. It's like God himself has risen and has spoken to you. You change on that day. Something enters you on that day. An anointing enters you on that day. A change comes about. Or there may be hundred church services that you go to. But that particular church service, at a particular second, at a particular moment, there is a word for you which just does something. Amen. That is why sometimes you don't even know when God is going to do it. Because I may be sitting here and I say, there are ten people here who are millionaires. It may just pass over you. But one day I may be standing and I say, There are five people here who are millionaires. And suddenly you know that it is you. You know that it is you. And you just receive it. Because that's the word of the Lord. So I tell you, when Jesus ministered and he would say, Go thy way, thy son liveth, he was just blessing you. That was the whole ministration. That was all. No preaching, no worship, no, no teaching. Just go thy way. You are blessed. It was over. So that is why I'm saying to you, as I speak, as I minister, be open. Because there could be a word. You, go. Bye-bye. You are blessed. It's well with you. Sometimes your pastor says to you, it's well, you are blessed. You have passed. It's okay. You are married. You have a child. You have... Maybe it doesn't mean anything. But at the moment, you find out that that thing now seems to mean something. It's the word of God. It's no more re, uh, uh, Logos, but it's Rima, alive for you today, now. Amen. When you come to the house of the Lord, God is going to help you with these words. One day, you will go to heaven. Everything you have on this earth will not mean anything. I'm telling you. I've watched, I watched my father die. I wasn't here when he died, but I came and I saw, I saw him live and I saw him die. And I saw him dead. And I saw him in the mortuary and I buried him. I saw it. And I'm here today. And all that he did and all that he had. 
And I, I, I saw us having to dispose of everything as though it was not important that he lived. Nothing on earth matters to him at all. I'm a living witness to that. Nothing at all. No matter how many houses you built, what you had, money, nothing. So that's why when God comes to you with his advice, perhaps you'll be mourning about why you don't have this. Maybe you'll be more why you don't have a child. But perhaps one day it won't matter at all whether you had a child or whether you didn't have a child. What would matter is the souls you brought to the Lord, how you lived for the Lord. All those things that you are sad about today, it won't matter. But if you can hear the word of the Lord, Maybe, maybe for some, somebody, your life, your days are numbered. Maybe you're going to die before the end of the year. Maybe you're, you're going to die by, before the end of the year. But you don't even know. And, and God comes to you with his word. And he says to you, look, take it serious now. Take me serious. Sometimes you have two years to go. And God comes to you and he's trying to talk to you. You think I'm joking? <laughs> Sometimes God is trying to give you a place in heaven. He's trying to give you a position. He's trying to help. He's trying to bless you. But we don't even see it. God's word to us. Receive it. Obey it. Hear it. Follow it. He's correcting your foolishness. My foolishness. And your foolishness. We are so foolish before God. You have no idea. If God exposes us, we are so worth it. One day I was flying all over the world and I just saw, I was flying and I just looked down on it. And you see, the plane was flying, we flew for about 12 hours. And all at the speed of so many thousand kilometers per hour. And we're just going over the earth like that. And I thought to myself, oh, man, there's so many people in the world. The world is so big. Everybody is nothing. Our lives are so unimportant. We are some small speck of dust. Do you think about the ants in your house? I have to improve the development for the ants. I have to get houses for them. I have to bring accommodation for all of their cars. I have to get transport, get a bus system, trains for the ants. Do you think about the ants in your house? Why should God think about us? And yet he does. And yet he does. Listen, the help is coming. Listen carefully. Listen, kept the help. This is the help. This is the help. Fools despise wisdom. The third key or the third help that God gives you through his word is wisdom. Wisdom. Now, now, when you come to the church and if it's Marty here, somewhere, get me the three books on success and frugality, because the Lord wants me to share these ones with you. One each, please. Now, when you come to church, one of the things that you get is wisdom. Wisdom. Now, I want you to listen carefully, because... I have come to see something that there is something that leads to other things and you can ask for the wrong thing now when Solomon became the king listen carefully listen carefully this is what perhaps some of you have been waiting to hear perhaps all up to this time what, have, what has been said 
does not matter to you. But Solomon was someone who asked God for wisdom. And in 2 Chronicles chapter 1, the Bible says, God said, I have granted you wisdom. I have given you wisdom. Now, how many will be glad if God gave you wisdom? What would you do, Oko? If God gave you wisdom, what would you do? Pardon? He said, I'll be happy. You'll be happy. How many would be happy? Oko says he'll be happy. And what, what else? Uh, structure my life properly. Structure his life properly. He'll be happy. He will structure his life. I'll, I'll set my priorities straight. He will set his priorities straight. Are you getting that? If God gave him wisdom, and what else? And I just flow in the grace of God. <laughs> Look at what he did when God gave him wisdom. He said, number one, he will be happy. Number two, he will structure his life. And number three, he will... He will set his priorities and number four, he will flow in the grace of God. Let us look at what Solomon did when God gave him wisdom. Ecclesiastes. Now, I think you don't really believe what I said about 2 Chronicles. So just look at it quickly. 2 Chronicles 1. Verse 12. Remember that prayer? Remember that famous prayer? I tell you the anointing of the Lord is here. Miracles are taking place already. Miracles of healing, miracles of financial abundance are taking place. Notice Ecclesiastes chapter 1 verse 12. What does it say? Wisdom and knowledge is granted unto... It's going to be granted. What does it say? Wisdom and knowledge is what? is granted shall be granted may be granted god may give it to you perhaps all things being equal it is granted look at ecclesiastes and see what he did when he became king quickly ecclesiastes chapter 1 verse 12. pinch the person next to you and tell the person this is what you have been waiting to hear. Did you give him a pinch? Verse 12. What does it say? I, the preacher, was king over Israel in Jerusalem. Verse 13. And I gave my heart to seek and to search out by wisdom concerning all things that are done under heaven. And frugality, brother. Alright? Concerning all things that are done under heaven. This sore travail has God given to the sons of men. Verse 17. And let's all read it together. And I gave my heart to know wisdom and to know madness and folly. And I perceived that this also is 
vexation of spirit. Amen. Now, Solomon became wise. God said, I've given you wisdom. Now, because God said, I have given you wisdom, he now set his heart to seek wisdom. Because God had given the wisdom to him. He, you see, when God gives you riches, you have to go for it. When God gives you wisdom, now you have to say that, hey, God has given me wisdom. I am going, I am going to apply my heart to know wisdom. He said, look, he's, he made it his passion. Wisdom. Notice the first thing he said in chapter 12, I was the preacher, I was the king. Then what did he do? I gave my heart to seek and search out, not riches or wisdom. You see, when you are anointed with something, that is when you must seek that thing. Now, what did the wisdom do for him? What does wisdom do for you? When you come to church and I preach to you, when I preach to you these principles of success, listen to me. There is wisdom in this thing for you. When I teach with you Solomonic success, man, there's a lot of wisdom in there for secrets of success, frugality. I am, I am saying these four books. These four books. I want you to make them your pillow and read them over and over and over and over until, until the wisdom that is in them is in you and not only just in you but you have applied it. Frugality. This is the key to becoming a billionaire. But notice. You see, you think you know but you don't know. The man God has appeared to have given you wisdom. Now he rather takes his heart. I'm not going to find wisdom. I'm going to find wisdom. I'm going to find the man who has been saying that God has said has given it to you. He is the one. Say, and we who God has not said they have given it to us, we are also just there. But the man who God said I've given it to you, he said, I took my heart to search for the thing. And Oko said, he, he what? You structure your life. And you do what? Set your priorities. <laughs> he said, you structure his life. He said, when God says, I've given you wisdom, then rise up and say, now, I'm going to look for wisdom. Because when you start to seek for it, it's going to just flow like that. What happens when a man has wisdom? What happens when a man has wisdom? What happens when a man has wisdom? <laughs> what happens when a person has wisdom? What happens when a man has wisdom? You don't know. When a man has wisdom. Okay, read it. It's there. Ecclesiastes. Chapter 2. Verse 4. I made me great works. I builded me houses. Me jabrosi brakamuderi. Me kadabro sambereke nabagus. Me chaya brasando matali. May you build the houses that have been destined for you to build. 
with the wisdom of God. When a man, look, the man said that I sought for wisdom with all my heart. What was the result of the wisdom? When you read Ecclesiastes chapter 2, you begin to see the things that the man did. He said, I've made me great works. What great things are you achieving with your life? You will achieve great things with your life when the wisdom of God comes upon you. Look at Ghana. All we need is a little wisdom. Not money. Not money. Not money. Not money. Again, I'm saying to you, if God were to come to you right now, he wouldn't put his hand in your pocket and give you money. He'll give you the wisdom. I built me great houses. I see you building houses. I planted me vineyards. Verse 5. I made me gardens. <laughs> oh, I see you having a garden in your house. Some of you don't, you don't even know what is a lawn. There's no nothing like a lawn in your area. Only dust, red sand. Receive lawns and gardens in the name of Jesus Christ. I said lawns. Read on. This is a man who sought for wisdom, 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 wisdom. I made me gardens and orchards. I planted trees in them of all kinds of fruits. There's six. I made me pools of water. Abba. To water there with the wood that bringeth forth trees. Pools. I see you having swimming pools in your house. How many want to have a swimming pool in your house? God is giving 17 swimming pools right now. You see, if you have a swimming pool without wisdom, the swimming pool will be filled with fish and mosquitoes and what? Frogs. Cocodiles, cocodiles will come into the swimming pool. gyra. Cocodiles. Is it not true? When the white when 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 the white man builds things and leaves it and we have to look after it. Even though he has built it and left it for us. You see the swimming. There are a lot of swimming pools in Accra which became useless. It's not that's what I'm trying to say that look, you listen carefully to me. I am telling you something that will change your whole life. The chapter is beginning. Look, I said these four books here, eh, make it your pillow. Every day you read small. You close it, you read, read it again, you read it. And there are verses. It's not my ideas. It's just the Bible. Study it. You know what I'm telling you to do? That is what I do. Somebody has look, I'm saying, but me how the, I'm a very young man. I'm not even 40 years old. I'm a very young man. The church that God has used me to build is the wisdom of God, the grace of God. And the grace and the wisdom that God has given to me, right? How do you think, how do you think I get, I seek after wisdom. Sometimes I'm reading a book, you keep on hearing me quoting from the final quest. I read it, 
I read, I read it slowly. I read it time. You see, maybe there's something I've been seeing. There's a revelation in the page. <laughs> he said, he read it. He said, I gave my heart to seek. And some of you are sitting there. And we, we are just waiting to see how to say this evening. Anything that you say to us, we'll just take it like that. After all, we are not the pastors, and so everything that you say, we have to accept it. Uh, and you are sitting, and I'm also giving my heart to seek, to search for wisdom, to seek and reading the book and reading the Bible. When I when I read the book, I see the light in the in the Bible. You can ask Pastor and all the people that I move around. You hear me sharing things, things. My mind is changing. My eyes are opening. I'm receiving revelation and wisdom. And the pop, the day, the soul said, I give my heart to seek for wisdom. I give my heart to seek. God, I've given you wisdom. I've granted you. He didn't get up and say, I'm not going to set my priorities. He got up and said, I'm going to, I'm going to seek for wisdom. <laughs> Flow in the grace. He said, I, I was seeking, 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 trying to find. I gave my heart. I wanted to make him build houses. It made him do great works. It's the wisdom that God has given me that has made me to build some of the things that you are seeing. Oh, it's a fact. It's a, it's a reality. What happens? Verse 7, I've got me servants. Oh, man servants and maidens and i had servants born in my house hey how many would like your servants to also marry and then give birth to servants in the house Most, most people will suck their uh, uh, servants when they are trying to give birth. But Solomon kept all of them in the house. He had enough rooms for everybody. For his servants to give birth and also have their own section. Receive wealth. You see, receive... Uh, uh, how do they say wisdom? Nyansa. Agreni. Agreni. I gave my heart. I gave my heart. I gave my heart to seek for wisdom. You are wise. There is no car that will be withheld from you. No car on earth. If only you want it. And sometimes when you are wise, you wouldn't even drive those cars because it would not be necessary. But it, the fact is that the car is at your disposal. If I wanted to drive any car, I'd drive any car. Any car at all in, in any color. Yeah. By the grace of God, I don't need to. No, I'm serious. But that, that has not always been the case. And nobody gave us money. No American inflow. Danish inflow. Danida. Have you heard Danida? 
and cedar. A cedar is what? Canadian what? Inter what? International developed cedar. Danita. And what? IDA. IDA. Catholic relief. You will not need relief when wisdom is with you. Some of us, eh, our lives are the best example of foolishness. <laughs> foolishness that is manifesting itself in a classic way. No variation apart from gross foolishness. It's happening live. This is Solomon. He gave his heart and this is what, this is what it made him do. Read on. Verse 8. I gathered me also silver and gold and the peculiar treasure of kings and of the provinces. I got me men singers and women singers and the delights of the sons of men. This is sound systems. <laughs> As musical instruments and that of all sorts. Oh man. How many want the wisdom of God to be in, in your life? Oh man. Verse 6, verse 9. So I was great. Turn to somebody and say, So you were great. So you shall be great. Amen. 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 Lift your hands and say, So I was great. This is it. Lift your hands and say, So I was great. Say, so I was great because of the wisdom of God in my life. Amen. How many want to be little and small and forgotten? So I was great. So I was great. And increased more than all that were before me in Jerusalem. Also. 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 Also what? my wisdom remained with me. It didn't become foolish. I, I'm just saying this to you. Let me tell you something. Since I wrote a book, I've not yet earned 5,000 CDs from writing. This book, Principles of Success, Secrets of Success, Solomonic Success, and Frugality. I'm recommending these four. Make them your pillow. Read it, especially this one, is it? Yeah, principles. Read it and just see the principle plenty. And just meditate on it. Become like Solomon. Search for it. Look for it. Seek for it. Find it. Get it. Get it. I predict. I predict. I predict that you will become very wise and that wisdom will make you great. Everybody says, so I was great. <laughs> it's not easy to say it, you see. It sounds funny, isn't it? But that's what Solomon said, so I was great. But that is what you will say when that wisdom is filled, fills your life and fills your heart. So I was great. So I was great. So I 
was great. Great. Greatness is in you tonight. I said, greatness is in you from tonight. That's why I said that a new chapter is opening in your life tonight. Proverbs chapter 4. Quickly. Every night is different. What happens when a man gets wisdom? And I tell you, it's coming from the word. Hmm. Verse 7. Wisdom is the principal thing. Therefore, get wisdom. And with all thy getting, get understanding. Notice verse 8. Exalt her and she shall promote thee. What does it mean by exalt her? And she shall bring thee to honor when thou dost embrace her. She shall give to thine head an ornament of grace and a crown of glory shall she deliver to thee. Harry, you will be promoted by wisdom. Exalt her and she's going to promote thee. Promotion. Promotion. Promotion comes to people who become wise. Promotion comes to wise people. How many are going to be promoted tonight? Oh man. Tonight, when I pray with you, if I lay hands on you, if I speak over your life, if the power of God comes over you, if I pray a mass prayer, and I say to you, God has given you wisdom, believe it at that point. Just like Solomon believed it. Then from that moment, get up and do what Solomon did, which is what? Arrange your priorities. Flow with the grace of God. Uh, what? Structure your life. Be happy in it. What will you do? Set. Oh, what will you do? Search for what? For wisdom with all your heart. I gave my heart. <laughs> what have you given your heart for? What have you given your heart for? Exalt her and she shall promote thee. I've been promoted in life. I'm not at a place where I'm supposed to be and probably I'm not where God is uh, going to take me but I can definitely see the promotion of the Lord. And I see that promotion coming upon you. Glittering. 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 Glittering over your life. So tonight, when God says to you, I have given it to you, brother, you are going to build, plant, pools of water, silver and gold, houses. It is the will of God. And when you have it, you use it for the right things. Because you see, the very first beginning of knowledge and wisdom is to fear God. The Hebrew calls it the reshit. The reshit is the first principle. It's to know God. And that's the, first. the beginning, the end of wisdom is not to have money and then add God at the end. The beginning of wisdom is to have God. <laughs> that's why all foolishness is without God. It's godlessness. It's all foolishness. You can apply all these principles. And you, you see, people think that wisdom is some kind of smart ideas. Fast thinking. Sly. Something. But wisdom is from God. 
it comes from God. And the first step in wisdom is to be afraid of God and to serve God. Lift up your hand. Do you receive wisdom tonight? Lift up your hands and just thank the Lord right now. Thank the Lord right now. Thank the Lord right now. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. I see that grace that was upon Solomon coming. You may stand to your feet if you wish. Settle down. Settle down. I see some people moving around as usual. I'm going to wait for everybody to become stationary. God's power is here tonight to heal. To heal us of our foolishness. How many want God to heal us of our ways? God's power is here to heal of every disease and every sickness that may be tormenting your life. God's power is here to give children where there are no children. To give life where life has come to an end. God's power and God's anointing. Come on, lift up your hand and thank him for wisdom. Tell tell God from tonight you are going to Take that help that comes from the Lord. That help that comes from the Lord. That help that comes from the Lord. Oh, hallelujah. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Jesus. Mando cabaro, mocresi bene, bono si che belere, marom delle brese, mochon delle bra, sambale de kibrodori. Oh, hallelujah, 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 hallelujah. Thank you, Lord, for your grace and for your mercy. Thank you for your grace and your mercy. Thank you for your grace and your mercy. Everyone here. Everyone here, let your eyes be closed as you receive from God tonight. That wisdom. Thank you, Lord. I feel the healing anointing of the Lord. Mando Oh, to be wise in this life. Come on, lift your hands and thank him. Oh, yes. 
thank him right now for healing in your life for the anointing mando soborolo boko 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 derere me shimberere me derere me oh hallelujah that those who are moving around should please stop moving because there are people standing outside who are part of the service so as you move around there you are disturbing louise and co isaac please i want there to be order outside please very very important it grieves the spirit if you are going home you can just go but go but don't keep moving around it distracts people because we are all praying even those outside are part of what is happening here now listen this is what I sense the Lord wants to do right now. How many realize that in Ghana and in Africa, let's just say Ghana and Nigeria, there is such an obvious blessing of God, but we as people have just have just stood in the midst of God's blessings and the whole thing has become confused before us and there's no progress and you wonder government after government comes person after person comes now you know what I, 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 I sense because it's easy to point the finger and say these people, these people, these people, these people but let's forget about those people I sense that the spirit that is in the country as a whole can easily be on you as an individual and as a family so that even though you sit in the middle of blessings foolishness and lack of God's wisdom will just make you confuse everything after 40 years when you are old and you are dying you will just wonder whether God ever blessed you or God ever looked after you and you will ask yourself ah, was there ever more than I could carry right now I want us to pray lay hands on ourselves and pray that every foolishness that is in Ghana that is in Nigeria that is in Africa should go out of us as individuals not as our we are not praying for the country we are praying for our, ourselves and that God's wisdom should now replace every foolishness that seems to confuse us and take us so deep down and so back just pray for yourself you are not, you are not God is not you are just, you are just praying for ourselves that we should not Go down, 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 down. That God's wisdom should come. Like Solomon, who said, God, I will seek after wisdom. 
that that wisdom will come upon our lives right now. Oh, Cast out the spirit of foolishness, mismanagement, bad leadership, poverty, confusion. Mazota berelisi bolukokro simbrekemere. Mazopre tebrege bashende laralabras. Veledimbolo brosende melegreste boloshimbreleze. Mandose peledibrege flodelire mandolo brosede. Mendolo brasagre to shombolo remlekedelebreste. Malumbele ibele omble enquile. Shendoro se rebeligaremosto. Verimbele simbolo. Shwibarame saikabolo kalogadese. Crostele, crostele, crostele. Plusegare rimbelidoshe. Parimelidomreste. Premegalibomreste. Chimre de frigaremo. Rimbele fregarigolo. Crecrocone cagrese. Chutale pespeviridele. Nandiseti bamborule, rebelevicista rombres, meligriste, cremogriste, 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 Jalabrose, Bredestele, Loprosecrude, Cristol Pujagres, Cregosatolubres, Melure, Laulubre, Levalubre, Bros Elbuji, Aspel Huvregeste, Loschebel Seburile, Lebol Afugreves, Monchiteledus, Aspeboribolos, Legribolos, Lechimlode, Presedalbe, Presteledure, Shabrasege, Crastar Pore, Rebele Cavregelere, Rebele Fregelarele, Rebele de Brecades Elegere, Wedre de Brecades Ebregelede, Elebrega Bogotte Chevele, Valle de Disabolo Brecese, Valle de Nibris de Brecadeste, Cala de Brisic de Brecadeste, Chubre de Decebre de Kelebubere, Label Savolo Schubel and Beredin, Abraham Losa Medigal and Buber, Laya Evo Bobrecendo, Every Bore Belle Serevalida. Ah, well, a distant brother, let the wisdom of God replace the foolishness of man. Let the wisdom of Solomon come into our mind and our heart for our own life, O oh God, for our future. Balaseka Moka Lagarabo Kumachileri Doste, Dale Diva Bobalanika Dale Bobrasele Jimo Rele, Devale Bobrasele, Dorebeke Sigalado, Jata Dese Bobrasele, Fere Rama Mando Loba, Roba Ledoba, Roba Ledoba, Roba Ledoba, Roba Ledoba, Roba Ledoba. Ephra de Rebo, La Fratello, so 
Beltran de Souza, right for Segredo Sombrele, Territosse in the Libres, Lefre Belidore, Arrivoletas Tom Chilere, Revelo Sector of Aliden, Proste Legalero, Teletiri Barabove, Rapa Fure Ramadija Lama Zombele di Vecale di Velere, O Revelo Sembo Maharale, Lobreseider Ferdinale, Rosseido Rossotale, Cholubre Sempre Vivo Vole, Allora Prestele Grestela. We receive a replacement, O oh God. We receive a replacement, O oh God. We receive the wisdom right now. Wisdom is granted unto us, O oh God. Ask God for wisdom. Right now, the Bible says in James chapter 1, if anyone lack wisdom, let him ask of God. Ask God for wisdom now. Perhaps you have never asked for wisdom. Perhaps you have asked for cars and for shoes and for money and for contracts. But now, ask God like Solomon did. Ask God for wisdom. Ask him for wisdom. That you may stand one day and say, So I was greater. Thank you, Lord. Fill my cup, Lord. I lift it up, Lord. Come and quench this thirsting of my soul. The healing anointing has begun to flow in this place. Come and quench this thirsting of soul. Bread of heaven, fill me till I want no more. Fill my cup, fill it up, and fill me whole. Like the I was here. 
walking up and down, way from the back, upstairs, outside, he's here right now to minister to you. He's laying hands on you right now. He's laying hands on you right now. He's laying hands on you right now. The power of God is upon you right now. Jesus is ministering to you what you need. That healing that you need, that miracle that you need. That thing that you need in your life, receive it right now. Because Jesus is really walking up and down this place by his spirit and his laid hands. He's actually imparting something to you right now. Receive your miracle. Receive that healing in your life. I was seeking for thee. That could not satisfy. That could not satisfy. Then I heard a savior speaking. Oh, oh, from that bed. God is imparting the spirit of wisdom right now. Receive it right now. Receive it right now in the name of Jesus. Receive, receive a replacement of your kind of thinking. Receive it right now. 
receive the spirit of God, the spirit of wisdom, the spirit of God, the spirit of wisdom. Fish and Receive it now. Receive it now. Receive it right now. Receive it. For some of you, God is making you eternally minded. Some of you, God is taking foolishness out, replacing it with a higher form of wisdom. Receive it now. Receive it now. Receive it now. It's flowing. 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 I want you to take in a deep breath. When I, I want everybody to be standing, please. And the ashes should be alert. Diff people respond differently to the power of God. Some people scream, some people fall, some people experience all sorts of things. Some people don't experience anything, but everybody here is receiving something. Every hand lifted up, every eye closed. When I count up to three, I want you to take in a deep breath and receive the Spirit of God upon your life. One, two, three, receive it now in the name of Jesus. Receive, receive the spirit of wisdom, the spirit of God. Bring those people to the front. Become wiser than you are. Become wiser. Careful. Father, thank you. Father, thank you. Thank you. Receive the wisdom of the Lord. 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 Now, if you sense that God is giving you a special, powerful wisdom, and you sense, not, not that you, you believe, everybody believes, but you sense that something is happening to you, that God is imparting something to you, I want you to come to the front quickly. If you feel, believe that God is doing something, not that you believe, everybody believes, but you sense that God is imparting some special wisdom to you. And can I have some oil, please? Just one line, please. One line. Be blessed. 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 Can I have some ashes? Receive God's wisdom to change your thinking from today in the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Breathe upon me. Breathe upon me. Sweet Spirit of the Lord. Sweet Spirit of the Lord. 
as I lift my hands in surrender. Receive God's wisdom for your life. The anointing, the spirit of wisdom. Mandokra, Balasone, Balashimbe, Balasimbe. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. Bashumbre, Sambala, Zambrone, Brandele, Madane, Brekise, Boshundele. Thank you, Lord. Receive it. Receive it. Thank you, Lord. Bashingle, Brosinke, Brene. That's the anointing. That's the anointing. That's the anointing. Take it. Take it. Take it. Receive it. Receive it. Be loose from every power of the enemy. Receive it now. Basumle Cresimo Bronos. Receive it now. There's a very strong anointing here. Receive it now. Receive it now. Receive it now. Shagraba prosumbre. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. If I pray for you, you may go back to your seats. Thank you, Lord. For that powerful gift that comes right now. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord, for that powerful anointing that makes a difference. Wisdom from above, receive it in the name of Jesus. Thank you, Lord, in Jesus' name. If I pray for you, may go back to your seat. Can you? Can the second line just go back a bit so that I have a, I can see the ashes? Can the second line of people just go back, please? The the first line just come up up to the ashes. I cannot identify the ashes. That's a problem because you are not wearing tags. You are not. You cannot see who you are. Whether you are people coming to be prayed for. Do you have tags? Get some by tomorrow, please. Lift up your hands. God is giving a special wisdom. And if you sense that God is giving you something, you can feel it or you believe it or whatever, just, Father, thank you. Receive it. Be blessed. Be blessed. Be blessed. Be blessed with new wisdom from the Lord. Thank you, Lord. The anointing of the Lord is very strong. Take it now. Walk in it. Oh, yes. Yes. Thank you, Lord. Bring this one back to me. You can sit down if you are tired. You can stand up if you want to. You can come to the front if you want to. Anything. Receive it. Receive it. Take it now. Take it now. Take it now. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord, for your blessing, for your gift. Thank you for wisdom. Alright, you may go back to your seat. Alright. Thank you, Father. God is imparting wisdom. Receive it. Receive it. Receive it. Jimbolo. Balakradas. Take it. Take it. Take it. Take it. Take it. 
Take it. Thank you, Lord. Move, Spirit, move. Do what you want to do. Ourselves as vessels, you can use. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. In our lives today, Lord, have your way. If I pray for you, may go back to your seat. Move through us, work through us, have your way. Wisdom, take it. Take it. Take it. Take it. It's flowing. It's flowing. Power. Power is flowing here. Shimbleke. Trubusile. Yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. Receive it. Receive it. Receive it. Shumbeke Belene Belene. Jesus. Jesus. Be this man to me, man. Perekubolo Shimbeke. What you want to do. Father, we just thank you, Lord. Receive it, receive it, receive it. The anointing is flowing. The anointing is flowing. The anointing is flowing. Thank you, Lord. Thank you for new wisdom. New wisdom that comes. Thank you for new wisdom, Lord. Thank you, Lord. We just offer ourselves. You can hear. Holy Spirit. In our lives today. Come on, everyone, sing it. Lord, have your way. Bokari, 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 Bokari. Well, through us, well, through us, oh, thank you, Lord, for your anointing. We, we just offer ourselves, you can use. Take it now, receive it. Move, Holy Spirit. Take it now, take it now. Take it now. Shambhulaka Deve Deve. Take it, take it, take it, take it, take it. Bolo, 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 bolo. Father, thank you for your blessing. Thank you, Lord. What you want to do? Oh, Shambhulaka Deve Deve. Come back. We just offer ourselves, vessels. You can use. All right, last line, please. The last line. If I've prayed for you, may go back to your seat. And do what you want to do. Wisdom is upon you. Wisdom is upon you. Receive it. From all of you. Thank you. Thank you. 
Thank you. Thank you. For closest Solomon's wisdom. That is your portion. Thank you, Lord. Yes, Lord. Thank you for wisdom. 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 Thank you, Lord. Receive it, receive it, receive it, receive it. Oh, take it now. Wisdom from above. Wisdom from above. You shall be a wise man. Lord, have your way. Lord, have Everybody your stand way. to your feet. Everyone standing. Thank you for wisdom. Thank you, Lord. Have your way. Thank you for your blessing. Thank you for your blessing. Thank you for your blessing. All right. Finish. Go back. That was the last line. All right. Stand to your feet, please, everyone. Now, how many believe that Jesus can heal you? He's a healing Jesus. Now tonight, any sickness in your body is going to be healed tonight. How many believe that? Jesus is going to heal. Now, when I began this evening, the Spirit of the Lord immediately spoke because I hadn't planned to say what I was saying, that a new chapter was beginning. Tonight, I sense that new chapters of life are beginning in your life now as we come into this healing part i want you to be open to the spirit of the lord amen i want you to be open to the spirit of god because please take the child away because the spirit of the lord is here now you know something even though we have a lot of doctors and medicine you wouldn't like it if the doctor told you you had a certain disease <laughs> yeah. You know that? How many know that? We have a lot of doctors and a lot of good hospitals. But if the doctor tells you that you have this, huh, it may mean that you are dead. And so tonight, Jesus is making his power to heal available. And I want everybody here to be open to the healing anointing of the Lord. I remember when I was in Takaradi and uh, there was a lady with cancer of the breast. You can ask Pastor Ko about it if what I'm saying is not true. Because I sent him to Takaradi to go and find the, the woman. And she had cancer of the breast confirmed by the doctors and all that and God healed her at a miracle service just like this because you wouldn't like it if the doctor told even though it's the doctor who is telling you and it's a good hospital a good hospital doesn't help much <laughs> if they tell you that you have cancer you may not have cancer tonight or you may not know that you have cancer 
But there is a healing anointing in this place tonight because he's a healing Jesus. Gently, just a keyboard, please. You must know that the healing anointing is real. And every pastor and every minister must learn to minister that healing anointing and ask people to feel the anointing because it's real. I remember there was a lady upstairs. So if you are upstairs tonight, perhaps God is going to touch you. And she had a gynae bleeding for three months and the power of God came upon her and she just was healed right there right there you can't say she said at that moment pop she felt the power of God going through what can you say about it you may not like to believe in such things but it happened and another one who had not had a period for about one year the power of God came upon her and she started bleeding right there in the seventh oh I mean you may not like to believe in such things but he's a healing Jesus and tonight is a night for miracle children especially since we began I feel and I sense that God is giving children where there are no children so open your heart and receive it I went to a crusade where the man of God had come with all the people that he had prayed for who couldn't have children and he had brought all of them with their children a lot of women because God does it he does it and he's doing it for you tonight hallelujah lift up your hands to the Lord as I walk through the door I felt his presence and I knew this was the place where for this Jehovah God abides in and we are standing in, in his presence on every eye closed as I walked through the door I felt his presence and I knew this was the place where love abides. For this is the temple Jehovah God abides And we are standing in His presence on holy ground. We are standing on, on holy ground, and I know that there are are taking place right now.
presence. Come on now, receive it. Right now, everywhere, wherever you are standing, if you are not well in any part of your body, I want you to just place your hand where the sickness is. Where the sickness is. It may be big, it may be small. But I want you to just believe God right now. Because He's a healing Jesus. He's a healing Jesus. And right now, the healing anointing is going to flow and minister to your body. And all chapters are going to be closed. Chapter 13 will close. Chapter 14 will close. Chapter 15 will close. And a new chapter is opening. Hypertension is being healed right now. High blood pressure is being healed right now. Maybe watching my television, high blood pressure is being healed. He's a healing Jesus. He's a healing Jesus. He's a, a heart disease is being healed right now. A heart disease. Somebody with a pain in the chest. God is healing you right now. Take your healing wherever you are in the name. Of, maybe you feel like a warmth going through your body wherever you are. Maybe there's a pain in your body, pain in your back. Put your hand on your back. Maybe it's in the knee. Maybe it's in the head. Just place your hand there right now because he's a healing Jesus. Oh, hallelujah. Oh, come on now. Somebody is being healed of gonorrhea. Gonorrhea, receive your healing. You have suffered from it for a long time. Receive your healing. In the name of Jesus. Somebody's womb. You have a gynecological problem. Just place your hand on your tummy. God is healing you right now. He's alive. He's alive. He's a healing Jesus. He must be a healing Jesus because his word says so. He must be a healing Jesus because his word says so. Place your hand on your eye. Somebody's eyes are being opened right now. Popping open in Jesus' name. May those eyes receive sight. May every darkness be turned into light. Let every darkness be turned into light. Let every short-sightedness be turned into normal sight. In the name of Jesus. I command stomach ulcer, stomach cancer, stomach tumors to be dissolved 
right now. Come on. Receive it right now. Receive it right now. In your back. Somebody with a back pain. God is healing you. Somebody with a fever. Somebody with a migraine. With ear problem. Just put your hand in your ear. God is healing you right now. Pop it open. Receive it right now. Wherever you are. Wherever you are. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you for your anointing. Somebody who cannot have a child. Maybe you've been married for some years. God is giving you a child tonight. 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 Receive it. It's for you. It's yours. You are the one. Receive it in the name of Jesus. His glory is falling. In his name, sickness cannot stay. He's a healing Jesus. He's a healing Jesus. A healing Jesus. Oh, let his power heal your life today. Sing it again. He's a healing Jesus. He's, He's a, a healing Oh, receive it wherever you are. Upstairs. God is touching somebody up there. Wherever the sickness is. Begin to examine yourself. Begin to examine yourself. Begin to check yourself. You find that God has touched you. Maybe I did not mention it, but God has touched you. Right now, His power is flowing away. Thank you. Just the keyboard, please. Now just place your hand on your heart right now. I sense the healing Jesus in the room right now. I just feel that he's here. I feel his presence. He's alive. He's real. He's here. Brother, sister, he's here to touch your life. Every kind of problem you have right now, because there are problems, receive healing in your marriage. Receive healing in your soul. Receive healing in that situation. Receive healing in your in your broken home, in your in your family, in your in your marriage, in your life, in your finances, in your business, in your body, wherever you are, in your sickness, in the pain, wherever it is, watching by television, God is healing you right now because He's a healing Jesus. What a healing Jesus. Father, thank you for your power tonight. Thank you for your glory tonight. We receive your healing. We thank you, Lord. Begin, begin to examine yourself. Some of you felt the power of God coming. You sense that God had actually touched you. You sense that something is happening. Maybe you realize that there is a chain. Maybe there was a pain. Maybe there was something that you couldn't check before. And you realize that there's a difference. God has touched you tonight. Just begin to examine yourself. Begin to examine yourself. And you find out that the Lord has healed you. 
Hallelujah. God bless you for listening to this message. Visit www.daghewardmills.org today for more audio and video messages, information on upcoming events, and so much more. Make sure you subscribe to this podcast to receive new messages every single day. And remember, God has not given you the spirit of fear, but of power and of love and of a sound mind.